You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, John. What do we have here? What an absolutely beautiful gift. Tis the season. I didn't have to wait for Santa Claus. Jordan Kleber, how are you, sir? Santa dropped me off early. He did, huh? He couldn't deal with me anymore. <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> he booted you out of the North Pole, huh? He did. Yeah. I was trying to ride on Rudolph, and he said, no mind. Well, you, you do go to the Harvard of the North Shore, so the North Pole and the North Shore is kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. For a lot of people I mean, in this it, city, the, the, the North Shore might as well be in the North Pole. <laughs> I mean... Am I lying or what? No, people I mean, do some, act some people like have never even traveled over to the North That's Shore. exactly right. It's way too far. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump day. I know you can hear me. Today's more that what that Campbell Wednesday update is. Coming up on today's show, your New Orleans Saints are back at it. Wait a minute, Gus. I thought they have a Monday night football game. They do. Regular work week, head coach Dennis Allen, acting head coach Dennis Allen, is giving the team off Saturday for Christmas. So the family, how nice. Can, I'd say it's really smart, actually. And then on Sunday, they'll do their normal walkthrough the day before the game. Words of wisdom. And to all the ladies, peace and humpiness forever. Indeed, a little peace and humpiness forever. December 22nd, getting closer. So I got a uh, Carver for his birthday, one of those little Echo Dots. Ooh. Yeah. So, On purpose, so he can, like, do, 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 tell stories to it and whatever. So now he asks Alexa, yeah, how many days until Christmas? She tells me how fast the reindeer go. Government spying on you. Yeah. She told me this morning that Santa travels at the speed of whoosh. Whoosh? Whoosh. What does that even mean? Whoosh. 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 Yeah. Speed of whoosh. Why not just light? Because whoosh sounds funny. Whoosh. And it's better, yeah. The speed of whoosh. So there you go. Interesting. Yeah, she said it's faster than, you know, and that's how you can travel everywhere. So this morning, I went to his little wellness visit doctor thing, and he was asking me, you know, on my speedometer on the new ride there, she goes, oh, he goes, how fast is whoosh? <laughs> is it on there? And I'm like, buddy, whoosh is not on the speedometer, but it would... <laughs> It, it 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 would be kind of cool to look down and like you what, ask what is whoosh? Is you whoosh over ask, 100? You I mean, have to ask Alexa yeah. when you get home yeah. what, what is the speed of yeah. whoosh? On a, well I I told him we would get in trouble probably if I went whoosh <laughs> on this way to the oh, doctor. Yeah. There'd probably be uh the, the red and blue lights behind. <laughs> yes, you. I think whoosh is pretty accurate as in blue blue right next to it, you know what I'm saying? Well that's like, that's the sound that NASCAR cars yeah. make whoosh yeah well yeah it's kind of like a woo, 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 woo. yeah so yeah okay. i guess there is whoosh there you go thank you for that because i can put on cars and be like there you go the that's the sound of whoosh that's whoosh anyway how are you i'm doing well i mean that would i i couldn't have asked for a better start to a show than that or talking about what does whoosh mean what does whoosh mean we got a lot to get into head coach dennis allen jordan he's already spoken with folks and um he's gonna give us an update when or if we're gonna see Head coach Sean Payne. I, I never really thought about. It. I mean, they they said that he would be there. You know, I'm thinking that he would be there, but I guess there is a possibility that he may not be yeah, there. You have to go through a few protocols. And oh, a the few old tests protocols before you can <laughs> come back and be a coach. Test here, test there, test everywhere, uh, for sure. So we'll definitely we'll talk a little bit about that uh, today. Scott Prather is going to join us along with Sean Fox. We like to take our tours. We do on Wednesdays around the state of Louisiana. Acadiana with Scott. He's at ESPN Lafayette. And then Sean Fox's Sports Talk 97.7 up there in Fun Row. So we will touch on that here as well. Coming up at 115, Mr. Will Guillory. Oh, Jordan. Don't look now, but uh, guess what? Not one, not two, but three wins in a row. Portland. Three-point lead in the ball for New Orleans. Oh, Ingram nearly lost it right sideline. Get it to Nikhil right corner. Spot up three. Oh, take that. Splash! 
Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> JD, um, this just in, Nikhil Alexander-Walker had himself a night. This just in, the Pelicans, again, not only get a win, Jordan, but they get one of those clutch wins, right? Those clutch wins, those clutch numbers that Andrew Lopez has talked about and some of the other reporters, games within five, inside of five minutes, inside a certain amount of points and all this and that, and they're, they're oh, they're, I can't even get it out of my mouth. They're, they're, they're finding a way to win. I know. They're learning. They're learning how to win games. And play on defense. Actually, make a set play on defense. I know AD kind of explained it during the game. But when he was going yeah. one of the reasons and showing how being off the ball. See, I don't think I've ever seen Damian Lillard airball as many shots frustrated by Herb Jones and by the way he still put up 39 right he still had an amazing (laughs) game but down the stretch what I'm saying when it when it mattered exactly right then Pelicans really stepped up. the other thing that stood out to me again look you want to see Nikhil Alexander Walker develop right that's your hope I mean he's one of your draft picks in the year that you drafted Zion he's you know had that summer that spring you you want him to be that guy. That's that's what you want. You need scoring. You need shooting. At one point, the last 15 points from the Pelicans in clutch time. And you know who else is starting to turn things around? This guy. Inbound to Ingram. Jumper baseline. Oh, oh Why burn clock when Rinse. you can do that? 108-95. Ingram. My goodness gracious, smoother than Barry White's hair. Wow. Um, but again, look, he has struggled in, in the fourth. And give him credit. Figuring it out. Give I, I love Willie Green. Like, I, I tweeted that last night. And, and, you know, General D went to the game, and he was texting me throughout. And, and he's like, look, you know, it's like, you can see. I mean, th- this team plays hard for him. They play for him. You see them rotating. AD on the uh, on the Ball broadcast yeah. was talking about, you know, drawing with the telestrator. Sam, I'm going to get to you in about 30 seconds. And, you know, showing the defensive rotation, showing Josh Hart then getting the strip. That stuff we didn't see. Right. That stuff that hurt them. And I think, Jordan, as you've been listening to me say it on the show, I actually think the news of we'll see you know who in a month. Maybe, How, you know, because you don't you're not worried about it anymore. You're not thinking about it, and quite honestly, mentally, you now go to okay. Well, this is my team. This is our team. This is who we have. Do you want to be a playoff team or not? It's up to you. We can't be waiting for you know who because we don't know when you know who's going to come. And to your point, something that I've been seeing from Brandon in the past couple of games is when he goes to the hole, yeah, he doesn't just lay it up. No, he's finishing. He's finishing. He's dunking yeah. it, making sure that he doesn't have that. But shot he has block. that confidence, dude. And I think he's he's understanding that, you know. But it, you go to this didn't just happen overnight. He put on weight in the off season. He talked about it during media day with us about becoming more of a leader giving more energy on the defensive side. And you heard when the Pels started out one and nine, right? You heard him say, look, it's there. It's got to figure it out. You heard Devontae Graham, the next 10, say, look, it's we're getting there. It's got to figure it out. And now you're seeing that they're above 500 in the last 10. That's good. They were five and five going into last night. So now they're six and four. You know, if you start going back 10, it's they're starting to learn And I think not pointing the finger, not, you know, getting down on yourself, having that positive energy from Willie Green, I think has really done a lot. Sammy, what you got for us this morning, man? Good morning, and thanks for the opportunity to dial in. My first opportunity to uh, speak with you guys. Um, Just a couple of things. Um, Very excited. But I've been excited uh, because what what I've seen, even when we were not playing well, was you did see effort. There was maybe about three, maybe four games where where you saw them just not play fully um, in that stretch. But for the most part, they competed. They played well. They just didn't have the the keys to to finish the games off. So um, what I think is it's, it's not so much that 
Zion and or a player to be named later kind of thing where they like okay now it's on us. I just think as as um, AD mentioned last last night on the telecast that this is a byproduct of what has been taught from day one, and now we're just seeing it manifest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's not you know a lot of times we'll always try to add a little more to it. This is pretty straightforward. Willie's been the same guy from the very first day he took over, yes. and he's been preaching the same kind of things. Uh, the importance of making quick, smart decisions with the ball, helping your teammates on, on defense. And, and these aren't new principles to basketball. They're exactly what every good team does. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're seeing the habits kind of pay off. And so um, hats off to, to Willie and the staff. Um, if you caught the at the end of the game, Nikhil giving very good props to uh, Coach Spoon. Coach Spoon giving him the confidence that even when it's the shot's not going down, take good shots, and if you continue to take good shots, they'll start to fall. And what we saw last night in Nikhil, again, as you mentioned, a player that we need. We cannot have him be average. We need him to be uh, a, a, a Tyler Hero-type player for this team and and to see him play within himself but still have that kind of confidence yeah. that an, uh, an elite player has is what we need from him and why we drafted him and why I think Trajan and and, uh, and Griff were so high on him uh, you know years ago uh, if we could get Jackson to get his head together and figure out a role for him um, that draft class will be something elite so uh, that's what I got I want to thank you for giving me a chance to just kind of sound off and uh, happy holidays guys Happy holidays to you as well. And Sammy, thank you for providing two bits of, uh, I guess, lead-in info here because he did bring up something. Where he talked about, and I like this phrase, and I put it in quotes, and I just wrote it down in front of me, Jordan, creating habits, creating good habits. You're starting to see that. He also mentioned confidence. Here's Nikhil Alexander-Walker talking about Teaspoon, as he just said, and also about confidence is what he had to say. Um, she's just reminding me who I am, along, along like everyone in my circle. Uh, just trusting God and having faith. And the main thing is just sticking to my routine. Um, talked to JJ as well. And uh, that was one of the things he, he said, uh, don't do nothing less, don't do nothing more. Just sticking to your routine. And I trusted it. Um, my teammates trust me. Uh, and I think through it all, uh, God helped me prevail. And then here's Nikhil Alexander-Walker on what we were just touching about with Sammy here about the fact that Willie Green's been that same person. And you notice it during timeouts. And he called the timeout early in that third quarter, right, when when Portland had that little run. And, and if you ever watch Sammy, uh, Coach Green, he'll just walk. He'll just walk, right? He'll, he'll call the timeout, kind of let everybody get to the bench here before. You'll just see him just kind of let, let, let everybody just calm down for a quick sec before he goes and, and has that chat. But to Sammy's point, Jordan, you always just see him kind of be even keel and stuff. I'd be grabbing clipboards and tossing it, you know, calling people bums, you name it. That's why I'm not a head coach. But it's what he had to say about the coach. I mean, it's huge. Uh, for me especially, um, when you think of the definition of faith, uh, that's what it is. Um, believing in me as a shooter, even though I haven't made shots, you know, so being able to – Trust in something, even though you haven't really seen it yet. Um, and to have a head coach that has faith in you, every player in the world could attest to what that means. And so I'm grateful for that. And I'm thankful that God's put me in that position to, to have a coach like him, um, give confidence in, in times like that. Cause Lord knows the world is, is, um, gonna hate on you. And, and that's comes with the game, you know, so much is given, much is required. So you have it. So, Sammy, there you go. Thank you for uh, giving us the lead in there for a couple of sound bites there. Thank you very much. And again, guys, I appreciate the time on the on the call, and, and you guys are great. And uh, go Pels, go Saints, that Nation. We love you all. There he is. Sammy, happy holidays to you. Um, quickly, before I tell you a little bit about DraftKings, this just broke. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, Ross Dellinger over on Twitter. Because of the COVID outbreak, Texas A&M is unable to play in the Gator Bowl Sources tell SI now Aggies don't have enough players. The Gator um, is searching for a replacement bowl team, sources say, but the only way that's possible is if another bowl is impacted. Hmm. So it's it's going everywhere. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not laughing about it. it's just it's um 
it's incredible the 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 the, the speed that it's hit and was, impacted. Pick, pick a sport, right. pick a state, pick anywhere. I was about to, I was going to say yesterday, but I didn't have enough time to right. say it. Um, it's almost like that beginning of the pandemic. I, I don't want to yeah. scare anybody. No, it's, sure, I don't. Right. I'm not, I don't think. I think we're well past that. We we know enough about it to where yeah. we're not going to shut down everything. Well, no, Stephen A. Smith actually did first take right. with COVID. But I mean, at he the same came time, out yesterday and said I have it, right. and he did the show. So this is a different right. variant. That's it's, what I said yesterday. It's contagious. But literally, if if you can still do your talk show, <laughs> right. That kind of gives you an idea. Right. Anyway, DraftKings Sportsbook's coming soon to Louisiana. I promise it's going to go live soon. And when it does, they want to help you out here. All you got to do is download the app, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and then put in the code LaRose. Even Jordan can do this because no deposits required. And Jordan, you will start out with $100 in free bets. Always like my $100. That's bets. right. Are you putting it all on the fins? You're putting it all on the, the fence. Come on. I don't know. I just, the point is you can do whatever you want. You're going to have a $100 head start for nothing. No deposit required. All you got to do is download the app. It's called DraftKings Sportsbook. And then put in the code LaRose. And away you go. When we come back, more phone calls. 800-998-1003 at ESPN Radio NOLA. George still got to give us the questions of the day as well. As the Saints get back at it, we'll talk Pelicans basketball and uh, and whatever it is else you want. So, Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. All right, all right, I'm back. It's the Command Season Sales Event at Barker Kia, which means you can save on our entire lineup of new Kia. These Kias are packed with value and technology. Best of all, these new Kias come with our famously low Barker Kia price. Take a look at the all-new Ultra Sporty 2022 Kia K5, a rebellious design built to root a road with an 8-inch touchscreen and lane-keeping technology that all comes standard. Or drive home in a new 2022 Kia Sorento, the third-row 7-CD SUV that comes standard with family favorite features like smartphone integration. And of course, we have to mention the all-new Kia Carnival MPV. The SUV-inspired van has a radical departure from the usual. Now that says it all. So come save during Kia's Commander Season Sales Event at Barker Kia. And get our famously low Barker Kia price. And you know all these new Kias come with it. Getting you a 100,000-mile powertrain warrant. That's Barker Kia and Homer. Or shop online at BarkerKia.com. Come see me, people. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. Sunrise in the blue skies Birds flying through paradise A little bit longer, another day stronger Somebody smiling down on me with those Warm days and cooler nights Friends and family and candlelight Feels like I've been running But something better's coming Don't wanna have to wait Rouse's Markets knows there's no place like home for the holidays Rouse's Markets feels like home Welcome back. We've missed you. We know it's been tough. Because rebuilding your business isn't for the faint of heart. Your business needs a jump start. And we're here to help. Introducing Surge, symmetrical speed fiber internet from Etel Business. Revved up data speeds at 30% off, plus three months free. We're glad you're back. And we're here to make your business surge. Etel Business. Offer valid on three-year contract for two or more business services. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. 800-998-1003. That is the way to jump into the conversation. Head coach Willie Green will get to the Cajun Goat in a quick sec. It's great. I think it, it, it definitely validates the fact that we're moving in the right direction. Um, when you asking your team to play hard and play together, uh, not turn the ball over, and you're able to get results, it, it builds confidence, and that's what it's doing for us right now. Um, so I'm, I'm happy about it. I know the guys are happy, and we just want to continue to build on this. I keep saying build, 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 but it's just where we are. Yeah, and it's understanding and knowing. Cajun Goat, thank you for calling the show, sir. How are you? All right, Gus. How you doing today, doing man? Doing well, man. That's great. Hello. The Pelicans, man, I, you know, I'm going to say this, and you know I'm, a, I'm the hardest critic of Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. but I can actually see the game is starting to slow down for him. That's uh, a good way to put it, yeah. He, he's starting to get more understanding of what he, what his job is and what he needs to do, and uh, I'm, I'm loving it, Gus. I really am. And I, I thought last night the game slowed down for Nikhil, but I also, I don't know, Gus, did you, did you notice his shooting 
the way his arms were a little more tucked in, like his shooting looked better last night. It did night, look a little different. It, 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 Jordan, it, it did look like something was different. It was almost like he was um, not follow, following through is the obvious, but it looked like almost like pushing it. Like it, he, what, the, the release looked different. And then after the release, so with a pitch. Yeah, I, I thought his, his, his balls you're, usually look like a lollipop like going up. Quarter, you always saw Drew Brees, the open five finger left hand if yeah. you're right handed. You know what I'm saying? The target, it almost looks like that makes any and, sense. And Noah kind of talked yesterday how he realized it, that not. And it, I thought it was an interesting answer that he, that he the media. Hold on, let me play. Mm. So after coach was drawing up. The things I was is, is like, don't sh- like do this. This is not the time, you know. This tight game, we need this win. Do what needs to be done to get the win. Um, fortunately, I was open, so I shot it. But for me, it's just about not getting into the moment. I think because when you ride that moment, it'll kind of keep you from doing what's right. Because if I was to miss five in a row and I had an open one, I can't turn it down. But if I was to make six in a row and it's a tie game, I can't just shoot it just to shoot it. I got to make the right play. And I think that's the only thing that was going through my mind is making the right winning play. Okay, you go. I tell you what that tells you is that uh, Willie's starting to get these guys' IQ up mm-hmm. on uh, on how to play basketball. And that that's all credit to the coach to me. And, uh, I, you know, we started, uh, uh, I think it was last year, the year before, Gus, uh, the Willie train. And I remember uh, Jordan got on that Willie train with me. And Willie's now uh, <laughs> yeah. a solid backup center for this team. True. Now I'm going to start the Alvarado train. I don't want to see Sato on the floor no more. I watched I watched uh, Alvarado play with the squadron the other night. And this kid can play, Gus. This kid can flat out play. He gives you energy. He actually doesn't shoot the ball. He, he actually shoots the ball really well, and he's actually a, a true point guard. So I don't know if you got to watch him with the squadron the other day, but he looked really good. I did not get a chance to watch him. I didn't yeah, get a chance you, to you watch him. You need to check. I mean, this guy, this guy can actually play, Gus, and we know he has defense. We've seen him in the summer league. This guy was taking on – uh, Lance Stevenson, who we know is a good defensive player, and he was just working him over, Gus. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So why isn't this guy on the floor other than Sato? I think these guys got to get a shot. Uh, uh, Sato goes out there, man, and it's just a downer. It seems like you lose your lead when he's on the floor. Uh, you know, the guy can't shoot for nothing, Gus. Did you see the shots he put up last night? I mean, this is just look. Uh, I, that's I, the I, only I, look, two games ago, goat. I, I I tweeted it. I didn't want to be ugly, and I wasn't trying. I just I needed somebody to give me one reason why he was on the roster. I'm still waiting for that. I, and like, I, I'm not being. I, if he's struggling, if that's the issue, then work on it at practice. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I because I get people have bad nights. And, and KG Goat, to your point. He's had a bad season. You understand? Like he, I mean, 11 minutes yesterday, 0 for 3, no boards, had one assist and a steal. So I guess that's productive, but his plus minus is minus 12 with no points. I mean, I can, now Trey Murphy played 13 minutes, no points, but his plus minus was plus 4 by having a rebound and he missed the only shot he took. I don't know. I mean, do you give it, put in Najee, put in some, I just, I don't know what he's giving you. Does that make any sense? Maybe I'm wrong with it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but they're, I, I they're saying you. he's the only other point guard on the roster, Gus. Stop it. They're saying yeah, that he's yeah. a true point guard. But, I mean, yeah. really? Is he really? Because, I mean, the guy the guy doesn't shoot, so that, that makes uh, Brandon Ingram's job a little harder because it's easier to double him because you'll leave that guy out there to, you know, let him shoot. He can't hit the backboard. You know, that's the same problem you had with uh, Ball when Ball was here. Yeah, well, until he started shooting and knocking them down. But before that, remember, he couldn't knock anything down. 
So, I mean, you need a guy that can that's going to threaten you. But I'm telling you, Alvarado is being overlooked right now, Gus. And uh, I, I'm going to have to pull some cords or something, man, to get this cat on the floor. This little dude can play. Okay. Flat out. He he might be six foot, but he plays like he's six seven. Like I said, I, um, I'm open to anything and everything, right? Anything and everything. The only problem with that, I feel like, is, I mean, yeah, he could be lighting it up in the G League, but that's the G League. Okay. The NBA is another level. I mean, and Jackson we, Hayes did look like exactly. the greatest center He looked like the greatest of center of all time. And when he comes hey, and hey, plays in hey, the but, NBA, I mean, hey, but when he had play. his chances on the floor, when he had his chances in the big league, when he had his chances on the floor with the Pelicans, he was productive yeah. in the okay. big game. So even even AD said that these minutes these minutes matter. And when he came out with his minutes mattering, he played. And he played hard. So I, I just want to see the guy in real action, and let's see what he can do. He can't do no worse than Sato. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. But, I mean, he could, he, he, he could do worse, though. He, he could be turning the ball over. I don't, he doesn't have a lot of real game experience like in an actual NBA game. Right. So that's the only concern that I would have is putting him at Yeah, but at Sato the has it, and he still sucks, though. So there you go. <laughs> I Hey, hey, try, try out anything. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with you. Look, I mean, anything I, might work at this point. Cajun with Goat. I don't know if Jordan was. Uh, he was probably in class or something when I when I said this a couple weeks ago too, as well. Like, I have a hard time believing in the city of New Orleans. Not a why, not a like as in YMCA, not 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 a playground, not a court, not a driveway. There is no way that in the city of New Orleans, they're in one guy that can make an open shot. Because I've yet to see him make one. He doesn't seem like a he doesn't seem like a point guard. His his build is. I, I'm just telling you. Weird. I I am I I will bet a roast beast. I will bet a six pack. I will bet a bloody mary from a very famous place down in the quarter. I know I can go find. Just don't bet a snowball. You'll somebody in this city that can light it up better. Don't tell me, well, it's an NBA game and NBA defenses. No, 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 no. I'm talking wide the bleep open. Like top of the key. Here's the pass. No one's around. Air ball. Bottom of the net. Brick. I'm just telling. Why are you I, upset right now? The Pelicans are on a three-game winning streak. Yeah, we thank be, you. We should Cajun be happy. <laughs> why? Why are we nitpicking all the bad things? We should be saying all the good things that they've done the past three games. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Um. Yeah, I, I like I said. Yeah, I gotta get back on my good track here. Yeah, good track here. Positive track. Glass is half full. It is. It is. Brandon Ingram on the win here. Uh, and why this team has, has won three games. Executing the game plan. You know, <clears throat> on the defensive end, we, like I said, we have two guys that just get out there on the defensive end. And um, that helps our team out a lot when guys are rebounding the basketball, um, getting stops and pushing the pace on the offensive end. And that's our easiest offense. Uh, we never want to. Get into a set if we don't need to, um, but if we need to, we've we've um, executed every time we came down. Quick break. We come back. Your phone calls and Scott Prather from ESPN Lafayette, ESPN New Orleans. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavalum, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavalum. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. 
Gulfcoastworkers.com. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At the King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring the King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. I'd like to carry more parts at my shop, but I just don't have the room. Every time I go in the back to get wiper blades, I trip over a dusty crate of Honda air filters, then bang my head on some GTO radiator hoses. eBay Motors never has that problem. They stock all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them, with everything from new headlights to vintage gear shifters. I can't imagine being able to stock 122 million parts. I mean, where would I get all those shelves? eBay Motors. Let's ride. Other banks charge fees on savings and checking accounts. Doesn't sound good, does it? Capital One reimagined banking. So it sounds more like this. With Capital One, you can open an account with no fees or minimums in five minutes. Get started now at a Capital One location or online. Sound good to you? This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? For consumers only. Approval required. Offered by Capital One and a member FDIC. Copyright 2018 Capital One. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengall. Welcome back. Sports Hangover. Jordan Kleber, Gus Kattengall with you. Jordan, our questions of the day, sir? Yeah, they're real simple. We do this one every Wednesday during the Saints game week. Uh Saints fans, give us a top storyline heading into Monday's game against the Dolphins. You could comment or call in 800-998-1003. And the other question of the day has to do with your New Orleans Pelicans. Don't look now, like Gus said. The Pelicans are two wins away from being the 10th seed. Has their recent play given you hope they can make the play-in tournament? Again, comment at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter or call in 800-998-1003. Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette, Scott Mimics, the way to follow over on Twitter. Scott, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, boys. How y'all doing? I'm doing fantastic, doing well. man. Uh, the Pelicans are doing well, huh? Three straight, sir. Uh, absolutely. I mean, three in a row. I was talking uh, to our friend Ali Cassell this morning about that. I don't remember the last time I talked to him, and the Pelicans were on a three-game winning streak, but got to love what Josh Hart's doing, Valentunas, obviously Ingram, but... Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I think when you start a season 1-12 and in the latter part of a lot of those losses, not the first half of those that streak, but the latter part, starting to see the effort kind of drop and, and almost this sense of, like, hopelessness. And then they woke up a little bit. And now, I mean, you're only one-third into the season, guys. you got quite a bit, what, 50 games left. But they seem to be hitting the sweet spot, you know. I, it, they're – the way they're playing, the togetherness, and, and Willie Green said it would take some time, and then the blow of, you know, he's probably not going to have Zion for a while or maybe the entire season. But um, this team's starting to feel each other out, man. It was it was fun to watch last night. They're, they're feeling it, man. I'm digging it. You know, one of the things that I, I've been talking about for a, a while here in the last two weeks, even on your show, and we are discussing it earlier today, is – I, I think almost the announcement last Sunday or whatever it was of, you know, Zion's out four to six weeks, I think actually benefits this team. And it benefits the fan base. And it benefits the media. Now I'm not worried. Is it Tuesday? Is it next week? Is it the week after that? What happens when this comes? You ain't got a choice. It likely will be the All-Star break in February. And that All-Star break February 20th. So if you want to be a playoff team, it's up to the guys that are in that building to get it done. And I almost think... It does switch as a mindset, right, to, hey, okay, it's us. Let's go do it. It's B.I.'s team. And, you know, how are we supporting that? Like, everything you then do isn't no longer, Scott. Well, when Zion gets back, like, now you don't have to even say that phrase for a while. Yeah, I think I think if and when he gets back, it's more or less ideally at this point you want it to be, okay, you're on a minutes restriction. How do we – you know, uh, how, how do you adjust to us rather than vice versa, right? Rather than, oh, when Zion gets back, we'll be able to now. It's, you know, when he gets back, he's going to have to figure it out and, and try to fit into what we're building here. Um, 
and not just having you're, you're right, just not having that constantly in the back of your mind is are things about to change, are things about to change. You know, the biggest thing with this team that they needed is and still need in my mind is consistency. And I'm not talking about winning. Obviously you want to win consistently. I just mean, you know, I mean Josh Hart's played for what, like eight coaches in a couple of years when you go back to his Laker days, I'm exaggerating, but not by much. When you've got a guy in place now, really granted, you've got a team in place and these guys have now played together for a while and they know whether there's not about to be, or at least there's not about to be a major change, barring injury, knock on wood. I hate to even say that out loud. I do. Right. I think there's there's probably a little something that comes off of your shoulders a little bit and really, and part of it too is, you know, during that, that stretch where they were just playing bad, you know, Josh Hart called everybody out and. I, I know a lot of people, Gus, and I, I'm not, you know me, I'm not always like, well, I was right about this. Or wrong. I, I don't, I, I will pat myself on the back this time, though, because there were a lot of people last year when Najee Marshall signed that extension that said, oh, well, that's it for Josh Hart. I mean, Najee can do this stuff. You don't need to pay mm-hmm. Hart. Uh, with respect to Najee Marshall, uh, he cannot do the stuff that Josh Hart does. And I think Hart, you notice he's not taking nearly as many threes this year. And I, and I credit Willie Green for that driving to the hoop as much as he is, you know, the effort was always there with Hart. It was never about effort. But mm-hmm. now how he fits into the team offensively. You know what he does defensively? I just think he's bringing so much to the table right now, Gus, and I think he's such an important piece. And I get that the contract they signed him to was kind of like an open relationship, you know, in terms of right. will they deal him or will they not. But they really need him right now. And I think you know how good Ingram is. You know how good Valachunas has been. I think Harsh has been a big key to this recent solid play from Sellers. Scott Prather, ESPN, Lafayette. Most of the show in the mornings there. Scott, uh, you know, obviously, I got to imagine Pell's fans will, will get better and more people will pay attention to stuff like that. Winning. Winning solves a lot of different things. What's remarkable when we talk about the Saints is they legitimately are finding ways to win that don't make sense. Like, you'll watch another game in the NFL. Jordan's Bears or you know, some, some of these other teams that I mean are so poorly coached like you can just see it and and this team yeah you know on Sunday wins the game where only three of their total offensive plays go further than nine yards they don't give up a touchdown they don't let the Bucks get in the red zone it's incredible how they oh by the way they didn't have their starting tackles they didn't have their head coach I how surprised by you were you uh, were you by that performance? I mean, uh, very. <laughs> you know, like I was debating with someone earlier. I was like, the biggest surprise to me in in regards to the shutout, the Bucks didn't take a single snap in the red zone, which is crazy. And yo, well, Scott, you know they lost to Fournette and they lost Godwin in the game. And they lost. This. I was like, I don't. Yeah, you know, like look at look at what the Saints' offense has dealt with this year, right, guys? From all the injuries to the to the play at quarterback, what they're working with, there hasn't been a single game where the Saints were shut out. As bad as their offense has looked at times, there hasn't been a single game where they don't get in the red zone. And on the other side of it, it's Tom Brady and and a great offensive line, and they didn't take a single snap in the red zone. That's crazy to me. Yeah, going into that game, it was like. Well, this is what the offense looks like. Oh, and you're not going to have Sean State. Oh, and Armstead and Ramchek, who are all pros, by the way. Yeah, they're going to be out, too. And, uh, yeah, you know Deontay Harris is out. You already know what you got at receiver. Taysom Mill has, you know, you know, half a torn foot and a mallet thing. Nine to zero. Like, there were so many shots. If you had said going into the game, one player is going to score every point. It's going to be Brett Mahar, and the Bucks won't take a snap in the red zone. You'd be like, yeah. yeah what, what are the odds on that? You know, uh, one in one billion. I won't even bet a buck. That's not happening. It happened. So, yeah, I could go on and on. But to say uh, surprised, but not shocked that the Saints won, right? But how that game unfolded, very, very surprised. Uh, Scott, it's funny that you said that. Me and my friend did, like, quick math the other day. And I believe it was somewhere like around $60 million was on the be- – uh, was not on the field on the offensive side of the ball for the Saints, which is kind of incredible. It really is, you know? And so – uh, the Bucks saying, oh, well, you know, they lost this guy. This. Sure, not having Chris Godwin made a huge impact on that game, but if there's one team that, you know, doesn't want to hear the complaining, it's the Saints. Like I said, look, you mentioned all the money just not able to play, um, and, and it's not like the Saints never got in the red zone. I'm not saying their offense looked great, but 
yeah, it was it was wild. But what did that win do, guys? Right, it got the Saints right back in the mix. You know, after a five game losing streak, it has them with this 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 confidence uh, that they can they can get this done. My my concern is last time you played, you know, Brady and the Bucks prior to Sunday, you had all eleven defensive starters. You have them again for the first time last Sunday. You won both games, but when you beat them on on Halloween the next week. He didn't touch Matt Ryan. I mean, he just sat in the pocket, did whatever he wanted, he cut him up, put a little pressure on Matt Ryan, he's going to crumble, right? You can't have a game against Miami. I know Tua and, and the Dolphins are very different than Atlanta. I don't know they're better than Atlanta. But I don't want Sunday to be an outlier. I know the Saints defense has been good this year. I know they have. But but as dominant as they were, you got to see more of that down the stretch. If you they're going to want out and go to the playoffs because one of those other yep. teams is going to lose. But if they lose a step, that offense the Saints are rolling with right now, it's not going to win them a game. This is going to be on the defense special teams to get the job done and the offense just to not screw it up. And that's where I was going to go with to next. Scott Prather, ESPN Lafayette here, got about four more minutes. I think the thing that really, you know, I, I, I'm watching that in awe on Sunday and I'm fist pumping and just as excited by every defensive play I'm, I'm, I'm seeing at the same time going, oh my goodness, like this offense is absolutely yeah. atrocious. Like they, there is no passing game. There's no faith or, or hope in it. Although we saw at the beginning of the game, like those first two drives where he's throwing dimes to Cal, it's there to potential. It's there. It's almost like, is there a willingness by the staff to say, go and do it? And, and I think the more you don't, I think it gets into Taysom's head. Because then you saw bad passes, bad no reads, you know, bailing out of plays. But those first drives, maybe because it was scripted, Scott, maybe because he knew play four is going down the left hat. Like, maybe you have to do that? Or I, I don't know, because you saw in those first two drives, they went right down the field. The ball's out of his hand. He knew where he was going. And then, then it looked like as he had to read, and then he had to play the game in front of him after adjustments were made, it didn't work. You know, I, th- there could be something to it, right? Like, but at the same time, like, if you're someone on that staff, do you really trust Taysom? Because you mentioned the dime to Callaway. I mean, let's be honest. That's the best throw Taysom Hill's ever made in a game in his in his life. And I'm not saying it to be me. It was a beautiful throw. But I think everybody was like, whoa. And then the, and then the other one to Callaway, that, I mean, he, you know, I don't <laughs> I talked to a former NFL receiver this week. He's like, that was not a play call. He just threw a short. Callaway just happened to grab, you know, he had, he did a good job of turning around and seeing it and made a play on it. So he made an amazing throw. And I do think the scripted plays, to your point, I do think that helped, right? They were quick. They were rollouts. Later in the game, to his credit, you saw him going through his reads, which wasn't something he did maybe as well last year in the four games he started. You saw him doing it, but he wasn't making the plays, right? It was just kind of like – pulling teeth there in the second half for a while. And then it, I think by the time you got to the fourth quarter, Pete Carl Michaels like, look, we're just, at this point, we're just calling plays to not lose this thing, you know, the way the defense is playing. So I think the scripted plays do help. Yes, I'm with you. But I also don't blame the coaching staff for being a little hesitant to, to let Taysom go around and flank it, right? What's something he's had trouble with in his career? A number of things right. but at the quarterback position, but protecting the football. He didn't turn it over Sunday. Don't turn the ball yeah, over. That's a very good Defense point. Defense and special teams roll with it, and, and you, you got a shot to win out here. But Monday night's going to be tough. But you win that one, I definitely think you can win the last game. They're all winnable. Uh, and, and I understand Miami has won six in a row. I look at the teams they've beaten, and look, I again, a win is a win. I'm not taking that away. Um, some of those are the Jets and some teams that have struggled on the offensive side. So the Saints are struggling on the offensive side. At the same time, they average more points, right, throughout the season than Miami does here. What do you think we see Monday night? Um, I think if the Saints don't turn the ball over, I think you see a Saints win. Uh, now, Miami is really hot. They haven't had the, the most difficult schedule in the last six, but they won, and they're playing with confidence. And two has been playing totally different since the trade deadline passed. I do think that was kind of getting in his head, constantly hearing, hey, they're going to maybe trade for Deshaun Watson. Um, but you, know, you look at the teams they play here as of late, they haven't seen a defense like the Saints have, especially when the Saints defense is healthy. And they were healthy on Sunday night. So, you know, Davenport 
he's that Ferrari, Gus, right? He's that Ferrari with a shoddy engine. Because when that Ferrari gets out the garage and the engine's running, he's going to win the drag race every time. Like, the difference in Davenport now, the one thing that's the same is he's prone to injury, and that hasn't changed, and that's unfortunate. But earlier in his career, you would only see sort of snippets of him when he was on the field of what he could be. And then there'd be other games where you're like, where is he on the statue? Where is this guy? Not the case anymore. When he plays, the impact is undeniable, and it's been consistent when he plays. He is a Ferrari now, but that engine's got to be running well. And when it's not, and it doesn't get out the garage, it's different. I just think he opens up so much for the Saints defense and Cam Jordan and, and the linebackers. And I, I, I think he's the, I think he's the key, honestly, against the Dolphins' offense. And if he's running and they're and they're they're doing their thing with the front four. The DBs are going to make plays. They're going to turn the Dolphins over. They're going to win the game Monday night, and they're going to win the turnover battle by two. That's my prediction. I would take the oh. under, but I okay. think the Saints are going to win the game. Scott, Merry Christmas to you, man. Happy holidays to you and your family. Always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. You got it, Gus. Happy Merry Christmas, my friend. You as well, Jordan. Thank you. You too. Scott Prather at Scott Mimic, the way to follow him on Twitter. Jordan, let's do a couple of headlines as well when we come back. There's a bunch of different storylines going on. We'll touch on all of that and more. Plus, you will hear from Dennis Allen from this morning. The Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. What there are you, sweet lollipop? Here am I with such a Happy holidays from Greg LeBlanc Toyota. It's a festive time of year, and you can celebrate with fresh new inventory arriving daily. There's great holiday deals at Greg LeBlanc. Amazing stocking stuffers like keys to the all-new redesigned 2022 Tundra. It may be cold outside, but these holiday deals are red hot and won't last long. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, South Hollywood Road in Homa, or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Santa may have the sleigh, but Greg's got the holiday deals. Shop now. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosted Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. And J.D. Kleber is the way to follow. Mr. Jordan Kleber, if you want to go check out our questions of the day at ESPN Radio NOLA, and those two questions of the day are? Yeah, Saints fans, give us your top storylines heading into Monday's game against the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. The other one has to do with your New Orleans Pelicans. They are two wins away from being the tenth seed. Yes, has their recent play given you hope <laughs> they can make the play-in tournament? You I, can uh, comment at ESPN Radio Nola over on Twitter or call in eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Nikhil's got the last twelve points for New Orleans, seventeen overall. Nikhil up top, another three on the way. Oh my Double screen, heavens! double screen. Josh Hart, Valentunas, and Nikhil pops out wide open. Do not. Touch that man. John, thanks for calling the Sports Hangover. How are you today? I'm doing fabulous, Gus. Jordan, thank you so much for taking my call. First and foremost, I want to say thank you guys so much. I was able to take my family yesterday with the tickets that I had won from you guys yesterday afternoon. 
fantastic atmosphere. I cannot say thank you guys for my family. Um, great time. And like I said, shout out to everybody ESPN New Orleans for that offer and giveaway. You guys so much. Um, now, obviously, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a few things about the game yesterday since sure. I was able to go because of you guys. <laughs> so the biggest thing that stood out, obviously, was Nikhil and, and just his 27 points. You know, that was what we saw last year, like in that, mm-hmm. you know, game against the Clippers, and, and he's just got that offensive skill set. But the only thing you look for and hope for now is consistency. And I'm not saying he's got to get 27 a night, but, you know, if he can, you know, teeter around that 18 to 20 points per game a night, you know, he could be like Little williams S. you know. Like that's, that's what I was hoping he would be. So you just hope for consistency. But last night's win, Brandon Ingram obviously led the team, but – you got to tip your hat to Nikhil. He he made some big time shots. Dame would hit one, and then he would come right back on the other end and respond with a big shot. So shout out Nikhil. The only other thing I will mention, and this this makes me a little nervous as a Pelicans fan. Uh, the the one guy that would have won that game for Portland yesterday was Damian Lillard, and he had 39 points. Yeah, and he was mm-hmm. on pace to score a lot more. But you know, you just got to understand as if you're the Pelicans. The only guy that can beat you on that floor was Damian Lillard, and they almost let him. You know, there were times in the game that they would make a run, and it was sparked by Dane. And you would just hope that, like, you know, whatever you got to do to get the ball out of his hands, I know it's easier said than done. But that was the one thing making me nervous was the fact that we couldn't respond to, you know, just shutting down one guy. I know it's hard Mm -hmm. to do, especially when it's Dame, but just a a team learning and growing, that's just something you really got to look out for because we've seen it with Luka. We've seen it with Jokic. And now Dame almost did it last night. So that's the only thing that really makes me nervous as a Pelicans fan. But other than that, fabulous game. Thank you guys so much for the tickets. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys again. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, man. I'm glad you could go. Thank you, John. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to make sure to keep tuning in, whoever's yeah. listening, because we will be giving those tickets away throughout the rest of the season. So if you ever hear Gus mention, hey, got Pelicans tickets, call in. And you might be one lucky winner. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you do a French off. No. Yeah. I have one more semester, like and then play, that's going to be. Rudy Gobert or something like that. Oh, my God. What do you think? Have a French no. off. Yeah. Rudy would run circles around. I'm him. just saying. Like, Buddy will say something in Cajun French, and then Cajun first I've, person to decipher what he no, just said. I've learned Cajun <laughs> French and regular French are two completely <laughs> different things. Are they? Co- oh, completely, completely different okay. things. <laughs> All right, just making sure. If that's the one thing that I've learned, that's I've learned it. Okay. What stood out to you in the NFL's game yesterday? Um, what like we've been mentioned, I just think how they closed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know, like our previous caller was just saying, Damian Lowe was the guy that probably was the only one on the court that could have beaten the Pelicans last night. But from what I saw, there was a lot of air balls put up from the Trailblazers. And I thought just the amount of contested shots that the Pelicans, you know, put on the Trailblazers for them to to take those bad contested shots. Okay. I think that was my main takeaway is just the play on the defensive side of the ball. And obviously, Nikhil Alexander-Walker coming into his own the past couple of games. Well, and again, it's one of those things where you definitely need it, right? Um, you definitely want to see him be the guy that I think he can be. And I thought it was interesting when we played that bite of him saying that head coach Willie Green having confidence in him. You, you heard it was like the second word. He said huge. And he said, for me, he said it, he, he battles a confidence thing. And that's fine. And I think that's sort of the Trey Murphy thing um, to an extent sometimes. And another thing that a lot of the players talked about yesterday was this is still the same team that started off very slow. They're still playing with the same energy um, they're just getting a little bit more confidence. Dan, uh, Willie Green is still coaching the same way that he did mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. It's just everything's starting to come together. And when they play happy together and they know how to move the ball and play on defense, things just click for them, and that's what we've seen these past three games. Brandon Ingram. It's encouraging, you know, especially for guys that <clears throat> had a rough start to the season to um, pick it up a little bit, um, seeing the kill have a good few games and – him looking comfortable and confident on the floor is just encouraging for us. Seeing um, Josh Hart and um, and her be consistent every single night um, is good for us. And also JV, 
being consistent Dang. every single night. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely um, building confidence for our team. So there's Brandon Ingram again, touching on the fact that he he's starting to see some things come together. And again, as we bring Jack into the conversation, Jordan, I think having one of your top players, a max player, say like he sees, appreciates the other guys doing that, seeing come together, you, you got to have buy-in. You, you got to have buy-in from the most important players. And then everybody falls in line. And when you see him improve, huh, Jack? I mean, we're watching Brandon Ingram improve. And and I think the other guys feel they're a part of it as well. I don't know. What, what are you seeing with this Pels team, Jack? No, I think you're right. Um, obviously, Ingram's getting better, um, and, and the defense is getting better. You see, that that's what I'm calling about. I mean, you have to be encouraged um, because, you know, especially where they were early in the season. You know, they're winning games, I mean, for nothing else. But right. if Zion does, comes back, does come back, who do you think sits? I, I've I've contended, and Jordan, you can give your opinion on it too. I think Josh coming off the bench or helping out is great. I, I think he sits because you can't take Herb Jones out. No, not with the way he's been playing. Right. Just literally every game, Herb Jones is doing something that I'm like, this guy's a no, rookie. He, like, yeah, like he, it, does, he does not seem like he, he a rookie. Is, he, he is a starter for the foreseeable future of the New Orleans Pelicans, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that, that's how that's me, Jack. What would you do? Right. Because it's one or the other, right? It's him or Hart. Uh, uh, right, and and see the thing is, I, I really, you got to play Zion when he comes back. But how much does it hurt their defense to have him on the floor instead? Well, again, Jack, it's one of the things I talked about. Back in October, you know, when training camp started, and even in the offseason going into this year, that you had heard and you had seen Jordan in Vegas. Everybody got together. He didn't. Everybody's been working together. Word is he hadn't. That I said, okay, it's going to be awfully interesting if others show improvement and you haven't in your game. I mean, because that's, that's what's going to be left for this. I understand he can't run or do all these other things, but there's buy-in, there's defensive play, and other guys have improved their offensive game. And I said this at the onset. To me, the storyline when he comes back is him acclimating to them. them. Exactly. That's I mean, what I was going right. to say. Because when you drop in a guy like Zion, just – out of nowhere, that's going to change everything that's happening on the court. Now, I'll say this, Jack. When he did come in in his career at times after lengthy injuries or, or, you know, missing time, Jordan, correct me if I'm wrong, he seemed – what I said was positive was he does seem to be a guy that worked within the office. I mean, offense, right? He's not the um, ISO, give me the ball – Everyone get out the way, Which guy. Which we would like to later on. Whenever later on. Gets but I do normal. think that I, and I remember when he came in January, so like, like he plays within the flow of the offense. So I do think he can do that. But that that's what it's going to sort of be. But to your point, what Jack specifically is saying, though, is his defensive play. The offensive thing, I think, is going to take care of itself, obviously. But Jack brings up a very interesting point. The defensive play. Because right now, people are rotating. Right now, people are are communicating or talking. Now, Jack, I'll say this. The guy went to Duke. I do think Coach K teaches, and and, and there is principle of defense. And if anything, when he, quote-unquote, isn't falling asleep during film study, then maybe you kind of know where you need to go on on the defense. Because he's had three to four months to get ready to play defense when he finally plays. You know what I'm saying, Jack? He's had October, November, December to watch his guys do it to watch game film, and if he first steps foot in February, you literally have had four months to watch how this team plays defense. So there should well, be no excuse. Well, Gus, <laughs> Gus, I don't think it's a matter. I don't think it's a matter of whether he knows how to do it. I think I think defense is about want to, and I'm not. You know, he, he's got to show that. So like I, I'd I said, like to see it when it happens. Yeah, well, yeah. Jack, it, it will stand out like a sore thumb. It will stand out big time. Especially if the team if he's keeps the on only playing one, the way absolute, that they're playing right now. Yeah, I mean, if it if it's like LeBron sometimes with the Lakers, where people are grabbing him and throwing him, something, I mean, that you you will. I mean, it, it will stand out. But and I don't think that's again. 
I think it's buy-in. I think it's buy-in. I mean, you're not going to have a choice when the rest of the team plays with that level of energy, when the rest of the team plays defense, when the rest of the team is doing that, you have to do it. Like, it, it is going to be that. You know, I mean, I, I don't see how you wouldn't. Yeah, you're Like you said, you're going to stick out real easily if everyone else is doing it yeah. and you're not. Guys, I just had one other question that's uh, it's a little off the wall, but do, do, y'all, do y'all know, do, do the Pelicans have somebody that goes out into the community, to the playgrounds, and helps with the uh, – I'll be honest with you, I've been, I've been watching my uh, my nephew play basketball, and mm-hmm. and they – look, I'm not going to criticize the guys who show up to coach the teams. They're giving their times for nothing. I'm not doing that. Sure. But they they don't really know what they're doing, honestly. And the kids aren't learning anything, and they're getting frustrated. Is this is, is there some kind of program that the Pelicans have to help with that? Let me reach out to uh, to the team, and we'll make that a topic maybe next week. Uh, community outreach to that nature, maybe maybe we could in partnership maybe put on like a coaches clinic for coaches or something or something of that nature with some members of the team. Cause, um, cause, but yeah, I'll, I'll do yeah, it today. Top of the hour, you, Jack. I'm, I got to go. It's the top of the hour. Yep. Got to hit the top of the hour when we come back. Hour number two on ESPN New Orleans. If you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire talent for your team, especially if you're competing with other businesses to find the right people. But ZipRecruiter gives you the edge. Next key marketing manager, Aaron Harji, loves ZipRecruiter invite to apply. She says they get my job posting in front of the right people. I instantly see great candidates and I invite them to apply to my job. Go to 